0: To let go of a rope defensively, Trey Young. That's a three. Atlanta with their first lead of the game, coming back from 14 down. And this.
1: What up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Happy Hour. Uh, so much to talk about in the world of sports this week. Uh, including the Cavs meltdown, NBA playoffs, MLB, a little bit of NFL draft, a little bit of everything. Gonna have the boys on again: Tim Wiseman, Nikki Wheels, Wheeler. Uh, book it with Brew, and then a, just a teeny little bit of QB one in this episode. No Freddie Brown, but that's all right. Uh, you know, we're we're looking at possibly changing the name of the pod one more time. Uh, we're trying to come up with an idea that allows us to actually change it to that. Uh, that it approves um, but uh, looking for something that we all like and uh, we'll see what happens maybe change the name of the pod one more time but happy to have you guys in uh, since the last time we talked to you the uh, the NBA playing tournament was about to begin the Cavs were getting ready to play the Brooklyn Nets and before I play our recording with everybody in it I wanted to go solo and do my rant on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, and most, most importantly, I just want to tell all of you, I told you so. I told you, I warned you, starting at just before the All-Star break, everything about this team changed. The way they played, the way they were coached. And sure, yes, injuries did not help, but everything that made you love this team, that made this team successful, it all started slowly going away, and it all started right before the NBA All-Star break, where it's almost like everyone in Cleveland, all the players, all the staff, they were like, oh, well, we're the three seed. Oh, we definitely let them know. We let them know we're the shit, and we're going to make a playoff run, blah, 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 blah. Well, guess fucking what? You didn't make it. You didn't even get out of the play-in, and I don't want to hear anybody say, oh, well, the Cavs made the post or the playoffs. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They Sunk like the Titanic, literally, in February, two months before the season ended. They were sitting in third in the Eastern Conference, one game behind first place, and they couldn't manage to get a spot in the top six, barely got eighth, and didn't even get out of the play in tournament. And you can say, oh, well, well, Jared Allen was hurt, and injuries, injuries. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Colin Sexton got hurt at the beginning of the season. Yes, big blow. After he got out or was knocked out, they still climbed to the three seed with two months to go. Oh, but if Ricky Rubio went and got hurt, well, yeah, that sucked. And I do I would like to think what would happen if Ricky Rubio didn't get hurt. But guess what? He did. And guess what? You went out and traded for Karis Levert, a guy that was scoring 30-some points with the shitty ass Pacers, and you brought him in. Which at the time and I still do think was the right move and the right thing to do. But so that eliminates the Ricky Rubio excuse. Plus, after him getting hurt, you still climbed to the three seed. One game. One game behind the Miami Heat in first place. You are one game out of first with two months to go, and you finished eighth. Eighth by a game. Well, Cody, in the traditional way, the eighth seed would be guaranteed into the playoffs. Who cares? That's not how it works anymore. You're gonna sit here and cry because we had to play in the play-in game that everybody else has to do. If we were the nine seed and beat the eight seed and got in, you would be like, oh, I love the play-in tournament. This is a great idea. We were a sinking ship. We hit an iceberg. We were like the Titanic. Captain JB Bickerstaff, my bad. JB Clueless staff was sinking with the ship. Sinking with the ship. This team didn't deserve to be in the postseason, and I love this team. I love the Cavs. I live and breathe with them. Live and breathe with them. The joy they brought me this season was unbelievable. But the way they played down the stretch, the lack of effort, the lack of uh, intensity, the lack of uh, you know worrying that this, everything was going wrong, and then just the pathetic coaching that they got from JV Bickerstaff the fact that some of you are arguing that JV Bickerstaff should be a nominee for coach of the year is hysterical the three nominees are all coaches that led their team to a top one or two seed in their conference we didn't make the playoffs oh but Cody he had him have the underdog mentality we had the underdog mentality. That worked. When you get to the three seed, you got to hold it. And when the sink, when the ship was sinking, when the teams that weren't trying in the beginning of the season and coasting because they know they were saving it for the second half of the season and to make a postseason run, when they started trying, our captain, our coach, J.B. Clueless staff, Couldn't make adjustments. He couldn't figure out the rotation. He continued to play Rajon Rondo in critical minutes of critical basketball games when he can't cover anybody, he can't shoot. It's literally three on five on offense having Rajon Rondo and Isaac Okoro on the floor at the same time. Some of the worst, the worst Inbounds plays or plays coming out of timeouts in critical situations. You find me a close Cavs game this season that was tied with a minute to go or less, and I guarantee you we lost the game. I guarantee it because we would come out and run some horrible ISO play for Darius Garland, or we would run Lowry Markin and off two screens, catch and shoot with still 12 seconds on the clock, and he'd brick it. Horrible. We couldn't make defensive adjustments. We play the Jazz, not the Jazz, sorry, the Memphis Grizzlies, and we have a G League player covering, covering Jabba Rant the last four minutes of the game, and we can't figure out why we can't stop him. We're down three and need a three-pointer to force overtime in games, and we have Isaac Okoro, John Rondo on the floor, and not Kevin Love. That's all Kevin Love does! is come in the game and chuck up threes. He can't cover anybody, but he comes in and chucks up threes, but when you need a three, he's on the bench. We're playing the Brooklyn Nets in the play-in game. Honestly, there was no way we were going to win that game. No way. But the fact that you took your 22-year-old best player and sat him to start the second quarter and didn't put him back in to the four-minute mark to go in, the, in the, second ha- I mean, the second quarter. You sat him out eight straight minutes. He, Darius Garland is 22 years old. I don't think he needs an eight-minute break. And by the way, in that stretch, the Nets scored like literally 10 points. It was your opportunity to make a run. But instead, you played Rajon Rondo out there, and we didn't gain any ground. Fourth quarter against the Atlanta Hawks, where you failed to make adjustments. You're, the guys played their asses off. We're up double digits most of the first half. The Hawks are a good basketball team. Do not be fooled that they were the ninth seed. They were the Eastern. They were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, led by a great coach, and they came out, made adjustments, got Trey Young involved. Our clueless coach had Lowry Market and Jared Allen trying to double-team him. He just dribbled right around him. Karras don't play any goddamn defense. Levert is letting him pull up three after three after three. And not only that, J.V. Bickerstaff puts in Rajon Rondo with nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter and lets him play the rest of the game. Maybe not the whole rest of the game, but a good chunk of the way. Rajon Rondo, by the way, no points. Negative 18 plus minus. Provided nothing. Provided nothing. Why is he out there? You're telling me you couldn't you couldn't put Kevin Love back out there? Hell, I'd rather have Brandon Goodwin out there. He's been on the team for three months. Karis Levert, I think there's potential there, but God, horrible. Couldn't cover anybody. Stagnant with the basketball. Could definitely could not score like he could in Indiana. And just would straight up panic at times. And even Darius Garland, who by far was our team MVP this season, really just struggled with the pressure in the fourth quarter with multiple turnovers late in the game. I mean, the writing was on the wall. I said it in January. Something's wrong. Something doesn't seem right. They're not playing the same way. Come February, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. And every every single one of you that wants to say, oh, we were the eighth seed, we were in the postseason, the play-ins bullshit, if you beat the goddamn Detroit Pistons, the third worst team in the NBA, twice when they beat you in Detroit, if you beat the Houston Rockets, who were the worst team in the NBA in Houston, by the way, you were full strength in two of those games, and if you beat... The Orlando Magic, who literally weren't even trying, set out half their starters in Orlando a week and a half before the regular season ends. You're not in the play-in. You're the sixth seed. You finish ahead of the Bulls. You finish ahead of the Nets. You're playing the Bucks, But you couldn't do that. Injuries, injuries, injuries. You're telling me that if you take away one of our good players, they all were hurt at the same time. Jaron Allen was out a little bit. Garland missed a couple games. You're telling me you get rid of one of them, that our roster is not better than the Detroit Pistons or the Houston Rockets or the literally not trying Orlando Magic? Oh, but the Pelicans got in, and their record was way worse than ours in the Western Conference. We lost to the Pelicans! And... Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, and Zion Williamson didn't even play. And we still lost to them. Those are games you got to win. To be a good team, you have to win games against bad teams. And the Cavs didn't do that. It's on them. It's not, woe is me, woe is injuries, blah, 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 blah. At some point, there has to be accountability, and that's why I'm angry. That's why I'm disappointed, and they were led by a coach that simply can't adjust. Is JB a great players coach? Yes. Did he get them to play hard? Yes. Do they like him? Yes. But when things get tough, you need a coach to get on his players. And goddamn, if JB would yell at the guys to play harder or play an ounce of defense the way he does at a referee at every goddamn call. Maybe the team would play a little harder and respond. Maybe we'd be in the postseason. Maybe we would have beat the Orlando Magic and not been in the play-in. But no. If you ask me, the problem starts at the top, and the guys needed a wake-up call, and that's the only positive here. I'd say there's two positives. Positive is yes, much better this year. Yes, they you know the ceiling is high young talent and hopefully the ending of this season motivates them but god i don't know i don't know even with little bits of changes in this offseason are we going to be enough to be better than the bucks better than the sixers better than miami better than boston but just let it sink in 2 months Before the season ended. Eight weeks. All we had to do was survive eight weeks. One game out of first place. Stay in the top six. Guaranteed to make the playoffs. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Literally had about a six or seven game lead over falling out of the top six and couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. It's just, it's really disappointing because you feel like they really lost an opportunity for experience and growth playing in a postseason best of seven. So don't tell me the Cavs made the playoffs this year because they didn't. They blew it. If you want to tell me the future's bright, that's great. You want to tell me the season was a success? Eh, We can go back and forth on that. Because being the three seed with eight weeks to go And not making the playoffs is not success. It's not. I'm sorry. And for all of you that thought I was Cody Downer and all this, I can pull up tweet after tweet after tweet. I have been warning you. I have been telling you that this was going to happen. The writing was on the wall. The writing has been on the wall. And that's all I have to say. Is I told you so. So Cavs, Cavs fans, I love you. But you need to understand that sometimes it's on the player, sometimes it's on the team. You can't cry and say it's about, oh, they make excuses for everything. All right? That was my Cavs rant. And now let's begin the show. Butler with a shot clock winding down. Fire! I'm just gonna shut up and let Nikki Wheels take the floor after that forty five point bucket fest by Jimmy Three Words Jimmy fucking butler God damn
0: (laughs) What are you Charles Um, Barkley? I mean shit. Hell
1: yeah. Jimmy Buckets. Charles should Charles should have just said it on national TV. I mean he's got (laughs) enough credit. I mean, what are they gonna do? Fire him? I mean he makes the show.
2: Yeah, the blue haired chicks aren't watching.
1: Honestly, they ain't going to cancel them. So, Nikki Wheels living the emotional high right now, coming off uh, Heat Dub, take a 2-0 series lead over Trey Young in the Atlanta Hawks and what was a pretty good basketball game. I know Miami led the majority of the game, but Atlanta made it a game tonight, made a run at the end, but Ice Bucket was ice cold. Uh, and I'll tell you, if Bogdanovich wasn't making shots, it wouldn't even been a game.
2: Oh, it's hitting fadeaway threes in the corner. I mean, right from the bank one at the end.
1: QB1 was going on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but unbelievable game. Um, I know the last I saw, the Grizzlies were up 12 and a half. That's been another unbelievable game. And- so I'm
0: not to interrupt up there just to add on to that. Uh, John Moran is taking over a basketball game right now.
1: Oh, but he had a, he
0: had a, he had he just had a step back three where it was dirty. Then he had a spin move layup. And now he just took a charge on the other end. And he is talking mad shit. As I was going to it would be one one if
1: the What an unbelievable series that's going to be. I, I, I told somebody the other day before game one, I was like, first to 130 points wins. And goddamn, if the Timberwolves didn't actually get to 130 and win. I mean, both teams are so young and so talented, and the the game is just like a speed race up and down the floor every possession, like nonstop.
0: Oh, it's all points every. Pos- it's awesome. It's great. John Moran, I think, is going to become a superstar this playoffs. And honestly, if I could change my finals picks, I might think I might go Grizzlies now. i I believe in them. Can we talk about something real quick?
1: Hmm. Yeah, go ahead. QB one, welcome in, my guy. Um, yeah, I I my
2: remote on so it kicked me out of here when my
1: screen shut off but um first of all i
2: noticed i saw on twitter actually that uh there was grizzly
3: playoff tickets tonight for as low as $29 what's going on with that
2: oh i saw that it was like it was like an app i think it was like a certain website like take like kind of like Ticketmaster, but like a little off-brand ticket site I you mean, think? I'll be dating. I might drive. I'll
1: be going. See, I might go. No. <laughs> Should they got a game this weekend? Crew, crew goes <laughs> live right,
0: from the arena.
1: You know, the Grizzlies are interesting. That's, That's true. true. I mean, come, come on. on. What are we doing in Memphis? And the other thing is, I, do you guys remember earlier in the season when that those kids in the first row had the Steph Curry jerseys on and Ja, like, ignored <laughs> them, didn't give them high five because of that? And then the very next game, the Grizzlies did a promotion where if you bring your jersey to the game that's not Grizzlies, you can trade it in for a Grizzlies one. Well, these kids were giving their 50, 60, whatever dollar Steph Curry jerseys away and getting these knockoff made in China, $5 made. Out of all the uniform combinations, they chose white. They're probably their fourth. worst uniform. Not even a throwback. Yeah. Like, if that's my son, I'm like, what are we doing? Like, keep. we paid $70 for that Steph Curry jersey. You're trading from what they made in China. that's They couldn't even give you the throwback one? Like, what are we doing?
0: Or, like, at least, like, give them an actual good one. Like, I mean, I, like, you're not going to make Like, you're going to be able to take there all those go. Curry jerseys, sell them anyways, or whatever jersey you have, sell it and make money off it anyways. Like.
1: I, I just think that the playoffs have been off to a great start. I know we haven't had any, like, buzzer beaters or anything yet, but I the, I do want to come back to this series for – at some point here to, before we end the pod tonight for a funny reason. Uh, but I'll save that for a little bit later. After we do some playoffs, I do want to get into my I told you so rant about the Cavaliers because I have been <laughs> on it. Um, that hurt, though. That really did hurt. Oh, it hurt. I mean, it hurt. Dude, I'll I mean,
2: tell you what. Like the, the first eight minutes of that game, I was on such an emotional
1: high. I was like, we're not, we're not to be fucked with. I mean – as the game, as they were, I'll call it crumbling. As they were crumbling at the end of the third quarter and fourth quarter, I had moved down at opening day next to Freddie along the baseline. He was watching me kick and punch empty chairs as Trey Young just continued to hit shot after shot after shot. I was livid. It was not good, but we'll get to that after quick roundup of the postseason. Quick series by series, talked a little bit about the Heat and the Hawks. I would. First game was kind of a Miami's pretty lopsided victory. Uh I will say about Miami that I didn't realize they had as much depth as they do. There's a couple mm-hmm. of these guys that come off the bench that I don't even know who they are, uh, especially some guys that are playing at Crunch Time. Another big guy that was in there, I don't even one, know who he what? is. But Which one Deadman? Yeah, I think he. Oh, you know, up last year. It, looking ahead, because Miami's an interesting spot in the bracket because having the Celtics and Nets at the two and seven and then Milwaukee at three, that is just a slaughter fest of the three of probably the three of the most public picked teams to win the East all together that have to get through each other to get out of the first and second rounds. So Miami I, I mean they're in a good shape now up 20. I think they'll I'll give Atlanta one game at home. I think Atlanta wins one game at home. Probably. Miami wins in five. and then they're gonna end up playing the Philadelphia referees. And I just think that Miami does have enough to beat Philadelphia because Philadelphia just doesn't – I mean, they're good, but I don't know. They're they're so fraudulent.
0: I think they're built – the Heat are built to beat a team like the Sixers with Bam being the center. You got him to guard uh, – Uh, what was his face? Uh, Embiid. You match up there. You got Jimmy Buckets to guard Harden. And then after that, I mean, Kyle Lowry can clamp Iris uh, Maxey. And Tj Tucker, can just Kingard, be out there. Yeah, like, you, you got every guy to match up with them. But that's the one thing, like, the Heat might be the second version of the Pistons in the early 2000s. Well, like, they don't, there's about... nobody that, like, screams, like, okay, Jimmy Buckets tonight, but like, there ain't, like, the guy, but you have five dudes that can run out there and guard everybody.
1: Oh, yeah, people don't talk, about...
0: oh, so
2: talk about that. Depot and Marcus Morris haven't played at all yet.
1: Well, yeah, I was just <laughs> saying, yes. you know, I, I was thinking that, and then not only that, but Miami dominated. Besides, Mike Donovich hitting one or two falling out of bounds threes, probably the last five minutes of the game, and I couldn't even tell you right now if Kyle Lowry was out there. So he's another guy that you know, if Jimmy's not going off, you know, he's another scoring option that's been there, done that. You know, you know what you're getting from Hero off the bench. I mean, they're I just not play that much. Big. And then you got Sheen, Duncan Robinson. I mean, he get they out there. everything. got yeah, everything. Game one, he hit And I just think that the East is so stacked. I mean, really, you look at it one through eight. I mean, yeah, Atlanta snuck in; they're the eight seed. But I mean, you're talking about a team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Oh, they're still a good team. So they're no, they're no snub. You know, I mean, they're 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 a good team. I would actually, I actually think they're better than the Bulls the way the teams are playing right now. Uh but I mean, the whole Eastern Conference, every game is must watch.
0: I agree. I think that entire every series is good, like the Celtics Nets one. That one will be electric. He got two of the best superstars in the league. Oh, yeah. You Seven got – uh, What's the other one? The, I think the Bucks will basically sweep. I think that's the only sweep you'll see. Yeah, maybe five. Who knows? Yeah, maybe a gentleman's. I think the same one with the Heat, maybe a gentleman's sweep. But I think all games will be close. I honestly think the best series, though, yet is going to be the Memphis and Minnesota. Just because Pat and Bev trying to sit there and talk shit to arguably the best young player in the league right now and John Morant. Like down twenty five, you don't care. Just talking Yeah, like <laughs> when he when John Morant posted the thing about the Jordan thing where he's like, Let's see if that talking starts when it's zero to zero and not thirty to zero, I was like, Yeah, fucking fucking it, NBA finals. I was all in. I go, you know what? I'd love to see Ja win one. He deserves it. And it'd be great. I think it'd be great for the NBA because I think everybody's tired of LeBron. People are tired of seeing the old people. I think even people are tired of the Suns. Even the Warriors. So that's what I think. Yeah, Warriors are tired of. You saw Giannis get his last year. Like, KD is great, but, like, you need the next guy to step up. We've had the same superstars, I feel like, for 10 years in the finals.
1: The fun part about that series is it has everything. It has high scoring. It has, you know – current slash still rising all-stars in terms of I think Moran is there I think he's still surging but like Anthony Edwards has you know, been there but now that he's finally got a team that's in the postseason, you know he's coming to light Anthony Edwards I, I did want to bring him up I, I he's someone that I've hardly watched I mean I, I know of him obviously when he got drafted I know he puts up numbers every now and then but for him to be at year two it's year two right to, yeah, two, to go in the first playoff game. Yeah, and put up those numbers. I mean, and this is a guy that we hardly talk about. I mean, I, you sit there and you put your list on. I want to go see uh, Job Morant this year when he comes to Cleveland. I want to go see uh, Devin Booker. You know, all these guys. Anthony Edwards is not on that list, at least in the first 10-15. And for him to come out and play like that on the road, I think it's pretty impressive. I don't know if he gets the respect he deserves. I
2: also blame the NBA for never putting the Timberwolves on any, like, major market TV games. Or it's crazy,
0: I, though. Like, <laughs> you have all these dudes that are in small market places, though. Like, think about Jaws in Memphis, Anthony yeah. Edwards in Minnesota. Like, you have all these places that are, like, small market being good. And that's why, like, I don't think this is happening forever. Like, no, like, you, know, you got to think you still have your Nets and your Celtics and your Heats, but, like, the Western Conference, it's Denver, Even it's State Minnesota Power. and Memphis. Like...
2: I think it's the most balanced
1: NBA has been since, like, 2008. I agree. I mean, I I think in terms of, like, pure sit down, watch the game for enjoyment, I think that series is the best by far. And not only that, but it has also had some of the strangest things by far in terms of the Timberwolves where in the play-in game we had the lady run on the court and try to glue herself (laughs) to the floor. And then it traveled to Memphis where some crazy psychotic bitch tried to run on the floor and not only just run the floor, instead of trying to glue herself to the floor like the lady failed to do in Minnesota, she tried to basically attach herself to the basket <laughs> so they'd have to unattach her to escort her out of the building. And, I mean, I, I'm, as you guys know, I just roll and thrive on the cancel culture jokes and the Karen blue hair jokes. But, I mean, if you saw the picture of this lady, I mean, it fit the description perfectly. I mean, it was just like, what are we doing? <laughs>
0: My question is, how did she get the chain into the arena? Like, For did her, she did she that it. bad boy up there and then just, went to the bathroom slide that out? Like, how did that, <laughs> you get that into the arena? That's an excellent
1: question. But was it a plastic of, chain? <laughs> I can't remember what game it was. It might have even been uh the same ser- series or Minnesota in the plan. Or I don't remember who it was, but a group of guys put on TikTok. They snuck in a uh, lobster. To the game, I, uh, and they put the they they got a seat for the lobster. Let the lobster sit in the chair next to them, watch the game, and like literally like, they're holding up in the stands like it's the team's lucky animal. Like so, I mean, if you can sneak a lobster, and I know you got to go through a metal detector, but I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just
0: dude. What is the NBA security doing now? I'm starting to think, fellas, we get a little creative. We go down to Memphis, we sneak in like a. Imagine what we could sneak in. I mean, we could get a little creative here. <laughs> Like we bring a dog to the game. like We sneak a cat in, let it loose on the court. How'd that get there? Cat. <laughs> this is how we're going to become famous, fellas. We're going to sneak the a cat, cat into into the Memphis Grizzlies arena. Yeah. John Point Morant, Morant is going to catch it. Going to catch it, make it his pet. Next thing you know, we were the people that had the cat. We're friends with John Morant. We're all famous living in his basement. I mean, it sounds like a life story to me.
1: Real quick, can we go back to the, the lady that tried to glue herself to the floor real quick? Because I just, you know, I want to put myself in her thoughts and what she really thought was going to happen there. Like, did she at any point think that Elmer's glue, something that toddlers <laughs> use, that at best might put two little pieces of paper and stick together after they're applied and pushed down for about 10 minutes, at best, maybe it'll stay? Did she really think, Gluing her hand to the floor with a dollar ninety nine Elmer's glue from Walmart was going to make her stick to the floor.
0: Hey, at least she's getting creative. You know, I'll give her that. She's getting (laughs) creative. She's trying. At
2: least they're super glue. Did
1: did you guys see the background story of why they're doing that?
0: No. What is it? Isn't it some sort of like animal
1: thing? Well, yeah. So apparently, the Timberwolves owner owns some sort of chicken farm, and a bunch of them have
0: like the bird flu or something.
1: So they're killing a bunch of them. And I guess all these, you know, all the problems in the world, we have a war in Ukraine, but we're going to protest, uh, chickens losing their lives. You know, you get where I'm going with this. (laughs) But
2: there isn't plenty of chickens in the world.
1: (laughs) But now my concern is, is that if that TikTok continues to go viral about the lobster being dragged into an arena, you know, is that animal and Will that
0: cause a scene? Was it a dead lobster or was it alive? Uh, I'm not sure. What if they're selling lobsters in the arena and somebody's actually bought a lobster? That would be interesting. <laughs> now, that would be impressive.
1: You know, Wheels, I will give my, the Heat credit tonight because at one point I was looking at the screen and the Florida Panthers hockey team, their mascot, was standing up trying to get the crowd going. And I was like, what is going on? Like, did, Is he like both teams mascots? So then I realized they had both.
0: Wait, there, wait, so wait, say that again.
1: So, during the telecast, on the bottom of the screen, I see a like a, a panther, like a mascot oh, is there, and he's amping up the crowd. And I thought a minute, and I was like, "Miami Heat's mascot is a panther." Oh, no, and yeah. then he turned around; he had a Florida Panthers hockey jersey on, and he's got amping me. the crowd up. So it, I guess they had him come. And then which led me to my next question: the Heat's mascot was behind him. And he looked like a tall, awkward looking, almost like dragon. What is the Heat's mascot wheel?
2: <laughs> I don't really know. His name is Bernie, though. It's like Burn, Bernie. But he's just now, like a the, big, he's like kind of gritty, but like not weird.
1: The best part about the Panthers mascot is he just casually sat down in the second row with like four minutes to go. And therefore, anybody behind him could not see shit. So imagine paying. 400 dollars and 500 dollars to sit in the third row at game two of a playoff game and you're sitting behind the goddamn hockey team's mascot who's not even playing.
0: Was that was a big thing like back when Braun was there, wasn't it? Like that was like a that was a big Braun thing too. Like they would do the same shit and people would be like, I can't even see the goddamn game. It was like
2: the time I went to the Penguins game where I had that seven
0: foot guy sitting in front of me and I couldn't see
1: off the ice. Yeah, poor poor wheels got stuck sitting behind the biggest human being. I mean, the biggest human being I've ever seen. I mean, dude was like, I mean, he wasn't even like fat. I mean, he was he like was the big guy like,
0: off Happy Gilmore.
1: He literally looked like yeah, but like
0: big. Hey, your balls over here.
1: Like he almost couldn't fit in the seat, and then like the people next to him, his shoulders stuck out so far that it took up half the seats next to him. I mean, this dude was probably at least six foot nine. (laughs) Just like an ogre. He should have been on the ice. Like, you know, they say Bigfoot's really like eight foot. It's probably like that. I mean, just fucking massive. Like, biggest human being I've ever seen. Wheels only get to see half the ice.
0: (laughs) Hey, speaking of hockey, though, uh, I officially picked my hockey team. I'm a Penguins fan. I mean, Uh, I can definitely. I'm, a, I'm an asshole through and through. So, I mean, I, I feel like it fits that I'm a Pittsburgh. Now I have Pittsburgh. I have the New York Knicks. And I have the New England Patriots. I feel like, And it's great to be left down during the playoffs. So, it, it seems like a good combination of being a whole bunch of assholes. Also, what happened to the fucking goalie? Did he not drive a car? Or what, how the fuck did he get hit? Ah, oh, dude. I don't know. <laughs> like, you're in the middle of the goddamn playoffs. Why right? are you even in a car? You should be living in the arena. Exactly. Sleeping in the sleeping in the locker room.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. When we, when the hockey's weird because hockey the playoffs usually start before the NBA, but yeah, now they the start, start like
2: after the first round.
1: And we'll definitely talk about that, uh, Tim. I know. Welcome aboard to the Penns train. I know you're probably going to rely on Wheels and I to go a little more in depth on that. Oh, I'm going to
0: be honest though. The hockey for me is going to come solely from the Pat McAfee show. I'm basically <laughs> going to hear about a. 10-minute excerpt about Pat McAfee talking about what the hell he doesn't know what, anything about the sport, and I'm going to be like, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. I'm going to find out the funny shit to say about it. All right, who's throwing, who's fighting? And if they lose a fight, I'm telling you right now, I'm changing teams. That's yeah, my but- motto for hockey. If we ever lose a fight, I'm changing teams. I'm not part of a team that gets your ass beat. They may not win every game, but they will win every fight.
1: Hey, Pat McAfee, Big Pens guy.
0: Big. Oh, no, I know. That's how I started it.
1: I watched it. He's from day.
0: Pittsburgh. I could have been a Yenzer. I could have been a Pittsburgh guy. I feel like we'll definitely, we'll
1: definitely get into that. The one thing I'll tell you, Tim, is they give a trophy in the NHL to the team that has the like, like the best team in the regular season, basically with the best record. And oh,
0: what? okay. So we're getting—are they giving out participation trophies in the fucking NHL? It, it's essentially like
1: winning the regular
0: season conference play in in NCAA basketball. That's basically
1: what it is, but. The team that's won that award hasn't won the Stanley Cup in like thirty years. Can I make a bet to bet <laughs>
0: against that? Like, can I do that?
1: Uh dude search the sports books. i bet you bet you could.
0: That would be nice.
1: Fandle. probably your best chance because they're The problem like- is though, we live in goddamn Ohio. If yeah, they didn't get that thing
0: wrong. And also, shout out my boy Cam Snyder. I'm reserved to one one thing only, and that's uh DraftKings now. Okay. I'm all in on DraftKings. I won't bet on anything else. My Devon, rights go where to goes. No.
1: Tim Wiseman signed a DraftKings contract lifetime.
0: Mm-hmm. Unless Cam gets a different job, then I then I move.
1: Then it tra- it transfers with Cam.
0: Yeah, wherever Cam goes, I go. Uh, it's harder harder Allegiance. Same with Cam Schneider. I'll watch an FAU basketball game every once in a while. Pretend I'm supposed to be there. You know,
1: hockey will be elite when it gets here, Tim. If all you right, sit you. down and you watch it and you root for the Pens, like you'll see, like playoff hockey is like a different animal because like the anger and aggression comes out of all the players, all the fans. It's it's literally like the perfect, like, up and down violent sport where everybody's like on edge. It's like everyone's it's, just pissed off. It's Tim, it's like if you went to the wreck every day, just casually, like, woke up, drank water, went to the wreck, and then one day you just said, Screw it, I'm gonna drink three bang energies, and every dude you hate in your life is on the other team, and you're just amped up, and like, you invite all your buddies, and everybody's just going ape shit. I mean, that's basically what every game is like. It's just, it's, it's. Literally, it's probably unhealthy for the fans like me that go hardcore, but, like, it, it's, it's unreal.
0: See, the one question I have, though, is, like, do they fight in the playoffs? Like, is that a oh, thing? Yeah,
1: yeah the, the odds of fighting increase drastically in the playoffs. Now, Tim, okay, so who's high- the fighter for
0: the Penguins? Like, who's the dude that's going to walk out there, like, goon and just start beating the shit out of somebody? Like, you know, he's only on the ice to beat the living crap out of another human being. That, that's a good
1: question, Tim, because we used to have one of those guys. Yeah. And we got rid of him. So, <laughs> currently, we really don't have a ton. We kind of just have our star players fight for themselves, which is very bad. So, time
0: Timeout. We we had a guy who was there to fight and only fight, and they traded him?
1: Yes. Yeah. And, that, and now he's on the What team. type of dog shit organization are or you guys running? Wait, here's where it he gets even better. He's on the team that we most likely will play in the first round.
0: Oh, so, yeah, Penguins are <laughs> dead. Right. play. Who do they play? We are looking at most
1: likely, unless you completely collapse down the stretch, playing the New York Rangers.
0: Oh, they're dead. Dead. New York's going to be walking all over Pittsburgh like it's a goddamn charity case. Oh, Oh, my.
1: Wait, our second best player, I mean, he's one of the best all time. He is big. He's a big Russian dude, and he doesn't give a fuck. Like, he just straight up. He just, dude, the other day he cross-checked some dude in the mouth and knocked out, like, six of the guy's teeth. Kryach oh, awesome. <laughs> just doesn't give a shit. Like even though he's a star player, he doesn't want the star treatment. He just wants to go for your head. It's the Russian. I mean,
0: yeah. What's I mean, his name? What's his name?
1: Evgeny Malkin. Say that again. Evgeny Malkin. Gino. Evgeny, Evgeny,
0: Evgeny Malkin. We I call
1: him G- his nickname's Gino. We call him Gino.
0: No, I'm going. I'll get him Malkin. Whatever it is.
1: <laughs> you won't miss him when you watch a game. You'll miss. Him. He's number 71. He's way taller than everybody else. He's
0: got to be a big ass dude too. But he he, he's around. no tiny guy.
1: And there's nothing more entertaining than listening to him speak. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. It's electric. H- hockey, hockey will be intense. I can't wait for Tim to, to to feel that for the first time in his life, being picking a team and going
0: through that. Um, See, I don't know. Like the problem is, is my sisters trying to get me to do this, but I won't commit to it. Like I'll watch the game. I'm not not to brag, but I've picked a different team for the last four years. I've made it to the Stanley Cup every year. So if the Penguins disappoint me, dead. Now the beautiful part right now is that Brew has joined the chat, and
1: oh yeah, and what magically was going in my head even right before he joined was that I was gonna make the comment. Now that my team is not in the NBA playoffs, like I need the urge to like bet on every game. Like I need I need that investment again, where like I can watch like the Heat and the Hawks, and without a true rooting interest, like let's fucking go heat, baby, cover the spread. You know what I mean? Like, I need that back. Like That's part of why the NCAA tournament was so fun, because I bet every game. Now I need that same energy back to the NBA, so, like, I am on the edge of my seat cussing out refs and yelling at other teams. Dude, I'll tell you what, though. With the
3: NCAA tournament, those first, what, four days, I believe, where you've just got games nonstop, is possibly the best four days in sports but then the come down for betters after those four days is horrible.
1: Oh, I couldn't agree more. I, uh, I mean, it's just like, what do I do with my
3: life? You sit, you you walk around, you you flip on the TV hoping to find something, and you got nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, you spend 72 hours of your life just staring at screens, multiple screens, screaming, yelling, living and dying, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, shit, it's Monday, what's on TV?
3: <laughs> yeah, I hit and you got nothing.
1: Maybe could it, could maybe
3: some NBA games, if that. But I mean, it just doesn't compare to rooting for a fifteen team, fifteen seed upset at a two.
0: No, I couldn't agree more. It's literally the best thing in sports. I mean. I, I, I guarantee, like that, like those four days where you have the first and second round, like even the first four. Like, would you ever watch two goddamn fifteen seeds who have no business in the NCAA tournament? Okay, no business. Would you ever sit down and watch them? No. But am I going to sit down on a Tuesday night and actually watch every bit of their game because it's the first forward at the NCAA tournament? It's the best sporting event known to man outside of the Super Bowl. And put your money on it? Yeah, and you're putting money on it, too. You're betting on some dude named Kiss. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Peter Kiss. Tom, that dude was a flop.
0: Didn't
2: he transfer? No, 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 no. One dude transferred to there. Oh no, Sam P- Peter! Yeah, oh, oh
0: yeah, dog, dog. Him and Peter kiss next year. Oh, that—that's nil. Be waiting to happen. Those guys are going to be making millions next year. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I mean, think about—he's already, <laughs> dude. Bro, he was getting. They're going to shave his mustache. Yeah, the, he's going to—he's going to have a thing with the the people that shave faces. Uh, what's it called? He's going to have that. He's gonna have that one. He's gonna have B Dub still. Like he had all these. You saw the picture of them with all the wings in front of him. He fed the family. He might have mailed it to him.
2: Yeah. Just because he has a shitty mustache, and hit a dump shot.
0: Hey, do what you got to do, man. Do what you got to do. Get your money.
1: Did you know what I, the, I? I like how we're on the NCAA, uh, NCAA tournament. But what cracked me up about St. Peter's is that they literally would sub five and five, like like you do for like coaching rec ball. <laughs> Yeah. Like, they literally be like, line change, here we go.
2: It worked, though. It was smart. The fact that they made it that far still amazes me. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even look that great of a basketball team. They just hit their shots.
3: Well, what I think is crazy, too, is when that head coach got his new job at Seton Hall, his whole St. Peter's team was at his introductory press conference there.
0: Yeah, I thought that was weird. And also, the fact that he left so fast, he yeah. did it's like, dude, like, you you didn't even wait. Like, the, you lost the game, and it, I feel like the announcement came 30 yeah. minutes later. Yeah, like,
3: like, he had that contract sitting in his office right when that game got over.
0: After he beat Kentucky, he had a contract.
3: Yeah. I mean, wait. and granted, though, that's just one of those things where, like, the stars all aligned. Like, Seton Hall has a terrible program this year, get rid of their coach. And it just so happens he's an alumni, and he leads a team to the, what, Elite Eight? Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, it's like a stream job probably,
3: too.
0: Yeah, oh, 100%. That's the one thing, though, I always say is like it is bullshit that, uh, that coaches can do that. But, but also, you, I also yeah. blame the administration there, too, is that if you guys looked up St. Peter's, their office for was flooding when it rained. Yeah, yeah. They had assistant coaches not getting paid.
3: Yeah,
0: no. It, it, how did he not get any transfers from his whole team there? I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think you had a. I don't think you had a big time player there. Well, mm-hmm. even that, he's still. I don't know. I figure there might be something. Did, did you guys see the story that one, they played
1: Iona like a year or two ago, and the kids on Iona went out there for shoot around, and some dude hit the front of the rim in the room. Oh rim yeah, for <laughs> 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 You imagine like getting fucking dogged by all your guys after you, dude, you fucking knocked the rim off the basket. <laughs> Goddamn!
2: Imagine going out there and they have double rims. Oh, <laughs> now that
0: would be – <laughs> that would be something else. That would be
2: – I had to pull out to a school and I had double around. I it's mean, Tim,
1: what we're, we're basically saying is Kent could have had games in the annex and it'd still be way better than playing at that their arena at St. Peter. Oh, that
0: is a fact. I mean, then again, Kent State basketball at this point, I don't know what's going on there, but. So,
1: Brew, before you hopped in, we talked a little uh, Hawks heat because Nicky Wheels is feeling on fire like Jimmy Buckets. Uh, A <laughs> little, little bit of Grizzlies, Timberwolves. Uh, I hate to ask this question because I just hate saying it out loud, but are the, the Warriors of old back? I hate to say it, but... It's looking I like think, it.
3: I, I, I really think they are. And what's scary is I think they've got another... I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say, like... Dollar General, I'd say maybe a maybe a Walmart version of Steph Curry and Jordan Poole. Hold no, on.
0: you're comparing him to the wrong one. Dollar Tree, maybe? It's Klay Thompson. Mm-hmm.
3: Dude, but I don't – see, Poole, like, he, I feel like he's just got – he's a better pull-up shooter and I feel like attacks the rim better than Clay. I could be wrong, but, I mean, it's – they've got something blooming in him. And that's not good for the rest of the league. And you've got wise men on the bench that will hurt. Andrew Wiggins, I mean, if they don't make a run this year, I'm, I don't want to see him next year, I'll tell you that.
1: I do want to pause this just real quick and just remind you guys that Andrew Wiggins was a starter in the NBA All-Star game. <laughs> <laughs> just let that sneak in. Yeah. Now, now, back to the conversation. I just wanted to throw that out there, how much of a joke that was. But <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean – With Jordan Poole, I mean, he's playing out of his mind right now. I knew he was playing like, a season, but, like, he wasn't playing like this in the regular season, was he?
0: Eh. He was – his second half of the season, he turned it on and played well. When Clay started doing his, like, can't play him every day because you don't want to rush him back type of thing, like you want him to, like, ease into it, he started playing well. Like, he was hitting his shots, and, like, he's really that guy
2: now. Like I feel bad for Gary Payton Jr.,
0: Oh, yeah, did you yeah. hear that, like, his dad was like, yeah, he wants to stay at the Warriors, but they but don't he have money. He knows not can be able to. <laughs> yeah, he was like, yeah, we can't pay you. Sorry. Like, <laughs> Yeah,
1: I mean, it's just they're, – they're, they're looking great. I know they struggled at the end of the season, but they had injuries. But I think for once the Warriors just hit coast mode going into the postseason. Now they're, they're
0: turning the switch on. Yeah. And Curry's off the bench. Yeah,
1: that's what's crazy. <laughs> He's not even playing full minutes yet.
0: They're good. Like, it's scary how good they could be. And it is scary.
1: Poor Jokic sitting there putting up MVP numbers. He's sitting there looking around
0: like somebody please help me. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, they're, they're, I don't have Murray or Porter uh, I don't feel bad for Jokic at all, though. Jokic has had his time to shine, and he shit the bed. Like it's okay, all right, man, you you. How many? I don't know, though, dude. Is?
3: Jokic has never really had like that other star to go with him now.
0: Like, what do you mean? In the, in the Ed uh, Murray in the bubble. Yeah, Murray in the bubble was elite. They okay, almost beat the yeah, Lakers.
3: Yeah, but like, I'm talking like well, a qualified star. Like,
2: if some, Michael Porter could stay healthy, he has a chance.
3: Yeah, like, if, if you got him like a guy like Chris Paul or like Kyrie, I don't, well, okay, Chris Paul might not work because Jokic brings the ball up a lot too. But if you got that man like another scorer, like, he, that team could be dangerous. I mean, what? I think Aaron Gordon might be their second best player
2: right now. And he's ass.
3: Yeah. Like, get that man some help. Obviously, you know, it doesn't help. Jamal Murray's coming back from a torn ACL, but. Like, his was
0: bad, though. His was more than an ACL. Like, his shit was. Fucked. He
3: fucked up everything.
0: Yeah. Like, his <laughs> no is kidding. like. Most, like, you gotta think, like, most people with ACLs would be back by now. Like, he is, like, not back for a reason.
3: Yeah. Well, I, didn't he make a start or something in like the G League a while back. I don't know, I don't think so. I thought I saw somewhere where he was like, does it like he played it when, like he was supposed to play a game in the G League, and I guess didn't, obviously.
0: I think they also might have just looked around him and like, look, we don't got it. (laughs) We, we, there's not a reason to push this. No, not at all. Like, we ain't gonna win it this year. This way, don't know, need to rush it.
3: Oh yeah, March 15th he began practicing in the G League but then uh, he was March 20th he was ruled not close to returning to the lineup.
2: They're like, yeah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> Who gives a uh,
1: shit? I know we hit it at this series before uh, Brew hopped on but the Celtics and Nets I think could be seven game worthy, amazing every game at the wire, the stars going off. Uh, I Game one was pretty pretty awesome to watch, especially at the end.
0: Especially at yeah, fourth quarter. Yeah. I, I also do can I get it. some perspective on uh, who who's on Kyrie Irving's side of you? Should be able to talk shit to a fan. Sit there and tell them to eat your dick.
2: Oh yeah, you should. Like, I mean, they can talk shit. If They're gonna talk shit. Talk shit back. <laughs> yeah,
0: like if you gonna talk it, you gotta be I, ready to receive it.
3: I, I would say it depends on what they're saying. Oh well, yeah. Like, if, if, there's, if they're just saying, Kyrie, you blow.
0: Like your
2: ass.
3: Yeah, like, don't say anything. Like, you're a professional. Just hush. But, like, there's a line, and and I'm going to 100% assume, just knowing how most Boston fans are, that line was crossed
2: yeah, it was.
3: by extraordinary amounts. The middle so, fingers
2: in the back of the head.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I see no – like, if, if they're talking shit about, like, I can only imagine. I'm sure they brought up how his mom passed away. I think.
0: Oh wow!
3: <laughs> like I, I would imagine that line was crossed or something of, like along that, and I think, I think he has every reason to, you know, if he wants to do it, why not? Yeah.
1: I give him credit though because he's not backing off it. Like even in the no. post game, he's just like, bring it, and he's like, that's just, I'm gonna do it back. Like I mean, he's just like, you know, let's go.
2: I mean, he expected it. Coming out of Boston.
1: But the only thing with Kyrie that I will say that's hilarious is so a- after the Nets beat the Cavs in his post-game interview, he went on for, like, a minute talking about how he's, like, a boy of Christ and, like, all this, like, religious stuff. And then the, the, literally the very next game he plays, he's telling some dude to suck his dick. Yeah. <laughs> <to happen laughs> like, it was literally the funniest thing ever, how you went from that to that in one game. But I, I don't blame them. I mean, I, I think it's good good for the sport. I know it looks bad, but, like, I think it's good for the game.
0: I don't even think it looks bad, though. Like, I, I like that's the thing. Like, the fans are a part of the game. Like, if there wasn't, like we saw it during COVID, when the <laughs> fans aren't there, it's boring. Like, okay, not boring, but it's not as fun. You've got to let them be a part of it. And Kyrie flipping them off is only making that series more enjoyable. I don't you don't think say- the
2: fans
1: enjoyed that. Yeah, they loved it. That happy game. Happy. My my favorite thing I saw from that game is did you guys see the video that Barstool put out of the... It literally looks like three high schoolers. There's like two girls and a, and a guy. Oh, yeah, the hug. They're like jumping up. Oh, a yeah. And he like... They, the, one, the guy and the girl like hug and it's, to, it's like a total like friend zone, like awkward hug. And then afterward, like he turns back and he like takes like a deep breath, like... <gasps> and then the girl on the left pretends to shoot a shot and her elbow is like sideways, her hand doesn't even come through right. And then she puts her other hand on her elbow and smiles and it's <laughs> the fuck is gonna and the caption was, are these the people that Kyrie are flipping on Kyrie Kyrie's flipping off?
2: The fact that they found those three at that moment on the camera. Oh
3: remember. my god. That cameraman deserves a right. <laughs> He's like, this
2: is about to be awkward. Just kidding. It's
1: one of those ones that the more you watch it, the more you laugh. Yeah.
2: He's probably watching the whole game, waiting for that moment.
1: My God,
0: what's wrong with these kids? <laughs> he, he eyed them up early. He goes, Yeah, I want those. Truthful players. Yeah, play. I, I got it <laughs> That series, unbelievable.
1: Uh, I'm trying to think, what was the other one I talked about? In the, um, the, I mean, we, we hit a lot of the good series. I The Suns Pelicans are playing right now. I think. That would probably be a sweep. Maybe. Pelicans
2: are up five right now. I mean, yeah, I...
1: Let them turn it on. Maybe yeah, he, no. But how funny would it be if Zion just walked out there in uniform?
0: <laughs> also, why is he not, like... like? Is it the the Pelicans are telling him he can't play? Like, yeah, what type like, of I organization play, is, uh, like, don't let him play? It's see, like, dude, he's doing 360 dunks. Obviously, he's been fine long enough to do a 360 dunk. Like, he should have been playing a month ago.
3: I... Me and Nick talked about this, and I'm actually on the Pelican side here.
2: Like, I understand from organization that like you yeah, want to save like, him. Yeah,
3: let, like, let's, let's be honest. Zion coming back and how in the playoffs, starting to play the first time this season in the playoffs, they're not winning a title with that. Like, Like, don't get me wrong, B.I., Zion, and C.J. would be gross.
2: It's a good, that's a good trio.
3: But I don't, I don't think you're, be- I don't think you're beating the Suns. I don't think you're beating the, I don't think you're beating the Grizzlies, honestly, either. I don't think well, the you're chemi- there's them- no chemistry. I don't think, yeah, I don't think you're beating the Warriors with them. I don't think it's worth rushing him back, and especially given, right. given how much issues he's had coming back already from it. I don't think you risk throwing all that progress behind just to have him go out there play. Two games, and you know if he lands on somebody's foot, fuck, there goes next season.
0: Okay, but like he sat out what half of last season. Didn't play last year. Yeah, didn't play this year. He played 20 games last year. I he mean, never played a game this year. I. It's like, at what point is the NBA going to be like, dude, you can't draft the dude in the first round. Uh, hey, guess what? Don't play for the next three years and we'll still give you a max contract after 20 games because we're going to try to get the next first round pick. That was like the Sixers from yeah, like, 2000, you know, I mean, like, like 2017.
3: Embiid, Embiid, they trusted the process. And,
0: and it didn't work out it, well. Like, you haven't won shit. You've I, been bad for this long and never won a ring. Ben Simmons got hurt as rookie. Markel Fultz. Yeah, that was a bad one.
2: Like, ben Simmons, didn't he get hurt too? I think his second year or whatever.
3: Yeah, he's had, yeah.
2: Embiid was also hurt M Embi- B didn't for play
3: for like I don't think M B played for like his first two years.
2: Yeah, and then still gets hurt here and there. Yeah, it was his damn. This fun. is like his first. This is like his first healthy year.
3: Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I I can understand why you wouldn't want to do it. I mean, it's just putting your like the guy's going to be the face of that franchise for hopefully years to come in their mind. So I don't you, until you,
2: free agency. It gets probably tested of this.
3: Well, yeah, but I, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully you're kind of showing Zion with the way you're handling his injury right now. Like, hey, listen, like, we care about you as a player. So maybe that'll come back to them when they try and give him a super max, you know? do want to resign.
0: Yeah, but it's the NBA at the end of the day. Like, even, like, that's the biggest pet peeve. It's like, oh, we got him for five years. It's like Giannis could wake up tomorrow morning and say, I don't want to be in Oklahoma or be in – um Milwaukee, Milwaukee, and he could get traded in two days. Yeah. Like, it's like, like it doesn't mean shit now. You just have to say, hey, I'm not happy here, and they're going to find a way to trade you, and you're going to have to give up a shit ton. But hey, guess what? You're going to be in a place where you're happy.
3: Yeah, which I, I really don't like that. I kind of like, honestly, how the NFL is like, all right, fuck you. You're asking, sit out.
0: <laughs> they, they call bluffs a lot. Like, they, they be calling them, but they don't wait. They make sure to call your bluff.
3: Yeah, like, I mean, shit. Like, I think you're going to see, honestly, I think you're going to see it this year with Baker Mayfield. I think you're going to see his ass sitting at, on the Browns bench all year.
2: Well, you see uh, Debo Samuel was traded?
3: Does he really? Yeah,
2: it was like a couple hours ago. his reports that like, his agent, him, want to, like, split because they're not
0: giving him the money he wants. Yeah, yeah well, I feel like that's more of a we need to find a way – to get our money, million. like Here. we got to show them we mean business when we speak about this.
3: Yeah,
0: I feel like that's more of that situation, so to speak.
3: Yeah,
2: he wants like twenty five million a year, and I don't think the 49ers want to pay that.
3: I mean, I don't if blame them, him. I would pay. I mean, you got Trey Lance next he year. Runs,
2: he runs the ball. He receives. He does it. He...
3: Hell, put him at cornerback, and I bet he gets a couple picks.
2: <laughs> Might.
3: Uh, I mean, I think I think the man. Yeah, because he's, at the end of the day, he, he's paying, he, yeah, like you said, he's playing two positions at least. Like, the they, side, they
0: ran he ran the ball in the does playoffs. Is
3: Cordell Patterson.
0: <laughs> you know? I say, Cordell didn't get his money, though, either. Like, he was the same way, and they, nobody paid him like that. Actually, I think the only reason they used him like that is because their starting running back got hurt. Oh, yeah, like and I then their the backup house. running back up. Or, but, but,
3: but even then they had Trey Sherman, and he barely touched the field.
0: Yeah, but I, it, it seems like they had buyer's remorse on him all the time. Yeah. They loved him, and then all of a sudden, oh, now the guy got hurt. Oh, where is he at? Oh, we're not playing him. Like, it seems like they had a little bit of buyer's remorse. Like, There's, remorse some, there's
3: something there that, yeah, I, I would agree. There's something there that they thought they were getting that they didn't.
0: Yeah, like they, you can tell they were like, yeah, you know, we're not really sold on this guy, even though we drafted him a hell of fucking early.
2: I just, hey, you speak- just drafted a guy like two years ago, and then all of a sudden you're like, give up.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey, speaking of football, Tim, how was the
0: uh, spring game? It was weird. I'm gonna be honest. Spring football might be the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. It, okay, like I will say this. Yes, it's a cool experience. Like, I enjoyed my time there. But also, it's like, if you ask me to go to another spring football game, I am 95% going to say no unless it's Michigan. And even then, I'll go once and I'll be good.
1: Like, I don't need to go again.
0: Like, it's half the quarters they don't tackle. It's an entire game. It was cool being there with the whole Dwayne Haskin Memorial thing. Like, that was cool, good experience. But it's like – Besides that, like, I would have been bored. Like, it was a lot – like, I think I expected a lot more, being being an Ohio State spring football game and being on campus four football games before. But it's like, yeah, this is definitely not what I expected. And spring football is the dumbest shit in the world. Let them go out there and hit each other. Like, you act like they don't hit each other in practice. Let them do it on, well, the, on the field.
3: I don't know. I bet you they don't hit each other very often in practice. I they
0: definitely have to.
3: I mean, yeah, maybe a couple times, but I bet you most of the time they
0: ain't same tackle. Yeah, I said, you, you, fuck, let, let them go out there and play a real game. If you're going to play a spring game, play somebody. Go play the D3 at in Cleveland. Go play Oberlin College, Ohio. Dude, I wouldn't, and even, dude I wouldn't even put up 100.
3: I wouldn't even say that, dude. Play a team that you know you ain't fucking like.
0: Go play Kent State. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that would be electric. Kent State. Imagine how many Kent State fans, one, would show up to that game. Yeah. Two, Ohio State would love it. What else are you doing in the springtime if you're a football fan? Yeah. You're not watching the NBA. You're watching, all right, well, who's, who are we recruiting? How's practice going? I'm bored as shit. I'm watching the USFL be yeah. the worst goddamn league in the world. I watched like, five
2: minutes of that and wanted to kill myself.
0: Oh, I, nobody wants to be there. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, let them go out there and play. Screw it. I
2: don't really care to watch football and, like, April, May, because I have other sports I can watch. Because I only watch two sports like most people.
0: When uh, baseball season comes around, I'll watch anything. I'll
3: tell people you. Off, still, hockey, speaking of Ohio State, playoffs. speaking of Ohio State football, hot take, and people might want to take this down. the <laughs> oh, way right now, CJ Stroud to win the Heisman and Ohio cool. State to win it all.
2: But I think they make playoffs.
3: I I I mean I just feel like they got the best offense in the in the league, and I think you're going to get a CJ Stroud that's playing for seven. I think he's going to go out there. This going to be one of those storybooks you tell your kids about.
0: I agree. Sort of how the year out it was right after Kobe died is when uh, Ex- exactly Braun won his. Like it, it would fit. It would be a very fitting. Yeah, I think, storybook I think, type of thing.
2: I think Texas can make a good good run this year. Quinn oh,
3: I don't know about that one. Texas
1: what? is never
2: good at football. Never.
1: I don't know, Quinn Eh. See, Brew, the only problem with your theory is that there's the ongoing uh legacy that ever since I've met and got to know Noah Fleming, that I have cursed the Buckeyes. So uh. they may never win a title again. And I can't wait till he listens to this. Um so I even went to the shoe so they'd lose to Oregon. I mean I, I don't it. at all.
0: I'm going to be adding on to that. I think I already cursed this year's football season for Ohio State. (laughs) Remember, last time I was in Columbus watching an Ohio State event was the Oregon game. Yeah, I was there, too. And they lose to Oregon. They lose to Michigan a few months later. And then now I just went to the spring game. I mean, if I'm Ohio State, Ryan Day might want to start paying me not to show up to games.
2: (laughs) Tim might just start showing up for fun now. I may
0: get season <laughs> tickets. They're never won again.
1: Speaking of Ryan Day, I have a fun observation that I've made, and Wheels has heard me say this over and over again. So I, I remember when he first became the head coach, and then, like, year by year, especially this year at the Rose Bowl, is it me or is his beard getting blacker, blacker, <laughs> and blacker? <laughs> I mean, like, it was insanely black. Like, literally, like, he took Sharpie, and, like, made it as black as possible at the Rose Bowl. And I just, like, if you look at a picture of him from, like, when he first took over, it is, like, totally different. Like, what is going on there?
3: Yeah. I mean, uh, he, he might he, – he maybe hasn't figured out the Just for Men yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or maybe this is it. Maybe he found out that the moms that he's recruiting of like the darker beard and the way Ohio State's getting these guys to come there. Is, hey, look how nice this beard is. I'll give you the pipe. I'm just saying. Is it N I L
2: and the pipe.
0: <laughs> yeah, N I L and the pipe. I mean, that could be the recruiting tactics of Ohio State. I will say, in terms of the
1: USFL or whatever it's called, the only thing I saw was one highlight where they have a drone follow the ball on yeah. field. That's literally all I saw.
0: It gives you motion sickness. I, it, it's awful.
1: I saw empty stands. I don't know. I didn't even know Pittsburgh had a team. Where do they even? Do they play in? no, this uh, is uh, the crazy no, they part. They Alabama. only,
0: yeah, they only play in Birmingham, Alabama. There's like yeah. six people there. Like,
1: how the did they do that?
0: I don't I know, it's the dumbest the shit ever. Did it's you guys see those? the one who get cut for eating pizza instead of yeah, chicken? Was, yeah,
2: I, I saw, seen a video, but I didn't watch well, it though.
3: Well, then I saw something that said the team released a statement today or something, and. Apparently they said that the video was taken out of context and he like violated team rules towards a cafeteria worker or
2: something. Like how many team rules could it be for a USFL? Yeah. Like, <laughs> who the fuck do you think you are?
3: That's what I'm wondering too. I'm how wondering strict too. is this league? If, if this you're the head coach of that team, how miserable is your life that you're cutting guys from the USFL?
2: It's like three days after the league started.
3: Like yeah. what are you, what are you doing, man? Like, you're telling me that he did something that bad in your league that more than okay. likely nobody would have heard about.
2: I mean, you probably find someone on the street just as good.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Should put I'm me in the USFL. Sure I'd be that electric. Got cut was from Ohio too. Was he really? I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
0: Like That's Ohio, funny. you or like Ohio? No, like
3: I think he grew up in like Warren, Ohio.
0: That's uh. really dope. Yeah. Poor guy. He's gonna be stuck going back to Warren, Ohio now. Fuck. Wait
2: for that XFL league to start. Vince McMahon, see how no, that team, will that'll be. be.
0: That will be electric. One thousand percent. That's nuts. Dude has
2: 30 points I have time.
0: Did you see the video of like his, uh, what he's dating one of the K- Kindle or whatever it is? Oh, Jenner, yeah. Yeah, she was talking like with like on some TV show and was like, Yeah, like I watch every single game and I'm like, <laughs> In my head, I'm like, All right, <laughs> fuck off. Like, there's no way. You watch every single game. That's it's like Courtney like Kardashian.
2: I remember Klay Kardashian when she was doing Tristan Thompson. Saying that. Yeah. Like, know,
3: awesome. I, oddly enough, guys, I bet. I just looked up where the uh, USFL player that got cut went to school. And let's take a wild guess he went.
0: Green Ohio. Green High School.
3: No, no, Tim. It's Michigan.
0: Oh.
3: Just goes to say something, something in the water <laughs> up there. Maybe maybe they don't well, like, have the best water in right Michigan.
0: Hey, guess what? You know what we do in Michigan? We eat goddamn pizza. All right? We eat pizza. We don't eat fucking chicken salad. I, I take pride in that.
3: Climbing I mean, like literally. Rules. Maybe you guys should take a note out of a good nutrition program and add in some more chicken salad.
0: Hey, guess what? Maybe Ohio State could have done that last year because guess what? It's a new era in the Big Ten. Well, it is Michigan country now. Stop it. Stop is it. The, is the NFL
2: draft next Thursday? I think so. Yes, it is.
0: Right, oh,
3: year. hot take here also. Aiden Hutchinson, extremely overrated.
0: Oh my god.
3: Not
2: the true. fact that Kayvon Thibodeau is dropping out of nowhere and Kyle Hamilton.
3: I that just... I, 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 I saw a TikTok uh, whatever... A Hutchinson's metrics scare me. He's got short arms. He's, he might as well be a T-Rex out there trying to get to the quarterback. He's a
2: T-Rex, <laughs> like Toy Story.
3: Yeah, like he... he ain't, What's he gonna do when a big old lineman with a seven foot wingspan gets his paws on him and he's got six a six four wingspan?
0: See, this is my question though. Because we've heard that story for so many goddamn people, and they turned out to be studs.
3: See, I feel like we haven't though.
0: What do you mean? Tom I, I, Brady I, ran a six ran a eighteen two forty. Who? Tom Brady eighteen two forty. But See, he but
3: he's a quarterback.
0: <laughs> Who's a kid? Minnesota, the Minnesota defensive end. Is it Jared Allen? He had short arms and was great. Okay, yeah, that's a once-in-a-generation type talent, though. And that's been Aiden Hutchinson all the way up until now.
3: And see, I, just, I mean, he was a five-star recruit. I don't I don't know how that slept on by any means.
0: He's gonna be, he can hoop. Uh, he, can, he can ball.
3: I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think he dominated – He's got a lot of power, Both. but, th- but I, I feel like you're throwing a big fella on him, like an NFL guy. He's, he ain't going to have enough tricks in the tool belt.
2: Just know if he gets drafted by Jacksonville, he'll be trading in like two years. Yeah. Well, they knew they were defensive players. They trade them.
3: Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I'm very curious to see how this NFL draft goes.
2: I, I think it's like the
0: first one where no one really knows. Like the Yeah, first I don't draft.
3: think anybody's got any <laughs> Any idea going on?
0: I think even the teams don't know what the hell they're doing. I think mean, the they're teams crazy. are lost as well. They're like, of you know, the I, I seen a mock draft. They
2: had, had Malik Willis going number two to Detroit. I was like,
3: <laughs> getting rid of golfed already? Sure.
2: No, but I was just like, geez, who would draft Malik Willis
0: at two? Like Trey Back. I think Malik is good though. I think honestly, I think because I feel it's like decent, we have high draft so quarterbacks were so wrong. Where, like you go into the draft, you think oh, they're going to be the best thing logo. Like I feel like now it's time like. Somebody's going to come out of nowhere in this draft and be the guy and just be a stud. I mean,
3: I'll tell you who it's not going to be. Kenny Smallhand's picket.
0: I agree. Don't you talk about Commander
1: Kenny like that. (laughs) Hey, Wait, when Wentz Wentz can't move like a robot week one and goes out, we're going to need Commander Kenny. (laughs) Yeah, Heineken. I don't know. I'll take Smallhand Kenny out there over little Heineken. See,
3: I, I don't know, though. Heineken plays with some grit, man. He plays he's with just, passion. He's like the newer, younger version of Colt McCoy.
2: He's a he's a better Johnny Manziel.
3: I, I'll tell you what, though. Taylor Heinicke, he just made his career. That man put right, on put him? on decent enough performance for, what, a year and a half? One year now, year. He'll be a career backup the rest of his career. Facts. I, and I mean that—that's something you gotta love for the guy.
1: Oh yeah, he seems like a good guy. He's a good story. I just—he—he's a not, quarterback. Not if you're gonna succeed, make a playoff run. He's not QB one.
3: No, hundred percent. Yeah, he—he he is not your guy.
0: He's your glorified backup that can win you a game. Yep. I think he's a great um, game manager there. Which I feel like that's honestly not a knock in today's NFL. Like, if you can game manage, you can be pretty good.
3: Well, you saw it with uh, – I mean, look at Cole McCoy this year when he stepped in for Arizona.
0: Well, a couple he, games.
3: He he had some – I think he went two or three and oh. I
1: think he had a 300-yard game, if I'm right. The best part about Heineke is he's, he's the, like, one of the most fun quarterbacks of ever watch play because he thinks he's Brett Favre, but he's not. <laughs> So, like, he's literally throwing off his back foot, doing everything they teach you not to do, but (laughs) confident enough that he thinks he can do it. And, like, that couple times that it works out, you're like, holy shit, he's the goat, baby. And then the five times after that where he throws picks, you're like, well, shit. (laughs) Like, what the fuck's this guy doing? Like, that's more iconic than him doing the Lambo leap on fourth and goal where he slid short of the end zone. And didn't get in, but he thought he got in and did the Lambo leap, and then it turns out we turned it over on downs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can't be doing that. How I mean, did I not
0: like, see that?
1: Like, like that's cut up so fast. Oh my god, it was ugly.
0: <laughs> hey, Commanders are dead too. Cody, why do all the teams that you like just end up sucking dick when it's time <laughs> to be good? You know, like. What?
1: Tim, I, I'm going to spin cycle this back at you, and I'm going to say we're talking about jinxing the Buckeyes. I don't know if anybody has jinxed a team more recently than you did the Reds.
0: Oh, the Reds! <laughs> the Reds are not hot. <laughs> they're, they're, oh. you might as well take a bucket of ice water and warm them up. You know? there oh, is wow. heavy smoke but coming in that dumpster.
3: <laughs> you want to talk about the Dolans being bad? I feel bad for Reds fans, man.
0: Like, like I Feel that's- bad for Reds country. This is what I have to say is the Reds had Cy Young. The next year you have an MVP candidate. And then you go into that offseason, you don't pay the MVP candidate. You trade two of your Mm all-stars. And you say, fuck it. We'll be all right. I think we'll still be good. We got a ton of prospects. The Dayton Dragons, I tell you what, bro, you better be lucky. You don't got to play them because they got to be phenomenal for how many people were trading.
1: Right. I just know that Tim made a bold guarantee that the Reds were going to kick the shit out of the
0: Indians and the Hey, I will say this. I, I live underneath the rim. <laughs> I get blocked. I get a lot of blocks. Everyone's trying to get dunked on. Guardians, Reds come, and I got ducked on, dunked on. Just realize that they haven't won a game since they swept the Reds. But, remember this, though. Remember this, though. I dunked on the city of Cleveland when I said, the Cavs are dead. And what are they? In Cancun. <laughs> all I got to say, I was, I, I was right on that one. I'm about 50%, and that puts me in the Hall of Fame.
1: Hopefully, J.B. Bickerstaff's watching film all night, trapped in a room. Hopefully, he's watching Spallstra see how he shut down Trey Young. Hey, he yeah. you might be.
2: What do you have? 10 turnovers today? What do you
1: have?
2: Ice Trey. I do will 10? say 10? that. Minus now, 11 plus minus.
1: Now that Brew was drafted by the Brewers, I do follow them, and I do see a path where they may need Brew because they're not – I mean, they're doing okay, but they're not doing as hot as I think they thought they were going to. The Cardinals are going to be a tough fight for the division. If I – I'll tell you what.
3: If, if I could find my shit in the strike zone, I, I'd be well on my way. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're, we're we're working to get back there, you know.
0: So you got, you got to build up, King. Got to build up.
1: I I just have one request, Brew. That it, when you make it to the Brewers and you are pitching in postseason games, can you please ask them if we can all take turns being the Brewers mascot, <laughs> shit- <laughs> down the slide, shit faced, and go down the slide? <laughs> I mean, I mean, we've practiced that very moment in Kent, right behind Barfly. Uh, on I, mean, really- dead. I mean, Noah has a battle scar to this day.
3: I'll tell you this right now, if I'm ever if if
1: I make it to the league with
3: them and uh we're, we win a World Series while I'm there, well for starters all the boys will be there. But but afterwards we're going down that slide one way or the other.
2: It I, might be after the game, it might be during the game.
1: I just have this feeling that their magical season is gonna be NLCS Brewers Reds.
0: <laughs> oh, I would have to the go gonna, gonna coaster a of a dead. lifetime.
1: Walks into the ballpark. I'm,
0: okay. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Uh, uh, I, I'm wearing a red jersey. I, 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 I love you, but I don't give a fuck. If the Reds have a chance of winning for one of the times I'm alive, I'm wearing a Reds jersey. Uh, that's the only thing I can guarantee.
3: Pull a Kyrie on you.
0: Hey, that's fine. I, I would love it. If you flip me off in the middle of a goddamn in, in the middle of an MLB game, I will be cheering. I will say, that is my friend. <laughs> and when you get the fine the next day, I'm going to say, hey, guess what? You did it to yourself. I can say, whatever the fuck I want.
1: <laughs> You're not splitting with me?
0: Oh, hell no. You think <laughs> I'm a teacher, bro. I'm going to make $6 for the next 20 years of my life. Oh, That's, that's more than the Indian's payroll. Yeah. Three players. I don't know if the Guardians could afford natural like to fund a high school. I I don't know if they could, like, pay principals, teachers, athletic programs. I don't think they could do it. Speaking of which,
3: the Carolina Mudcats are facing off against the Winchburg Mountain Cats or whatever the hell they are this week.
0: Sounds like dog water to me, bro. Time to go get the boys hot.
3: Hey, we're already
0: one and zero. Hey, that's right, baby. It takes only one at a time, right? One at a time. And, uh, I Go ahead, bro.
3: I can give you, you know, Indians, uh, what was he, their
0: number one pick
3: last year, Tucker? He he ain't swinging the bat well, I'll tell you that.
1: Well, then he, they'll pull him up. What? They'll probably just pull him up then. That's what they do. <laughs> they I, get I, hit. Yeah,
3: I mean, he's, I think I saw today he's batting a hundred.
1: Damn, he'll fit right in.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah yeah I would right. Admit right now I'm in the five hole on a uh, lie detector it would this would come out as hundred percent true faith if I needed a win right now, the world depended on it. I would start brew over Garrett Cole
3: <laughs> I mean I, all I'm saying is my, my my fastball's gotten compared to Clayton Kershaw's.
1: <laughs> Vladdy Jr. is coming to the plate, and you can either choose Brew or Garrett Cole. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Brew every time. Well, is Garrett Cole, dog water? The Blue Kermit Cole is dead.
0: Oh, for real? Like, actually? Oh, no. A little like Penguins goalie action?
3: I mean, you know.
2: It's just dog water now. You can't use the sticky stuff. We
3: just got to <laughs> ride the four scene, boys. Ride the four that's, okay. that's the That's the ticket.
1: I mean, Tim, when people ask me about the Guardians right now, I just point at the standings and point out that the Pirates have more wins. Wow. I mean, that, I think it's really all I need to say. Uh, I mean, we're not horrible right now, but I mean, we're, we're behind the Pirates.
0: I the mean, as they're fighting. Let me tell you this. I think the Reds are like 17 games behind the Pirates. They haven't even played that many. They <laughs> have one The Reds have won two games. Okay. I want this said. They have won two games. They have won two games, and you're on 5-2 to right now. And if I have to hear my father, loving to death, tell me one more goddamn time, they're going to be all right. The division sucks. They're going to be all right. Well, guess what? We're worse than the division. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We make the division look like they're ready to compete for a World Series. That's what we make them look like.
1: I don't. I don't
0: really have any huge
1: surprises right now, except maybe the Rockies. Is that fair? Are maybe the Rockies
3: Rock- even in that division, though?
1: Well, though no, the Rockies are in the AL, I mean the NL West, but they're like right there with the Dodgers and Giants right now. I mean they're like seven and two, seven and three. I mean I've been kind of. they haven't played anybody real tough yet, but I was kind of surprised yeah. with that.
3: And I will say the Rockies. What they did by getting Chris Bryant, they're shocked me. Because you let Trevor Story walk. Oh, yeah. And, but, then you, but then you, like, you go and sign a superstar like Chris Bryant. So, I mean, I, I don't, don't know if uh, Story just
1: didn't want to stay there. They're, um, like, they're like in between a rebuild and like then they just randomly sign Chris Bryant. Yeah. Really weird. Yeah,
3: like. I didn't really when that news broke. I remember I was like, "What the fuck are they doing there?" Like, it didn't much. It did not make much sense to me. But you know, maybe they maybe they know something we don't.
2: Said Mets Mets nine and three without Degrom.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That team
0: is going to be a threat. They're tough. Well, I mean, at least this is the one thing I love, though. This is the reason. This is the reason I, I don't think I could ever get into baseball. the only reason the Mets are good is because their owner decided, guess what? Well, we're going to go fucking pay everybody. True. And it's like you don't see that, like, even if you're good and you're mid, like a mid-major team. What do you do mid-season? You pay everybody and you would say, "Fuck it, let's go all in for one year." And then after that, you let everybody go away, and then you're done because you don't want to spend money. <laughs> It's a big waste of time. Like, big why time. should I even be a Reds fan when I'm just going to waste 22 years of my life all the way up until now watching them say, well, we traded so-and-so for prospects. They're going to be pretty good. No offense, bro. I don't want the goddamn Reds trading for your dumb ass.
1: No, we I- have
0: Luis Castillo. We have Nicholas Castellanos. We have Trevor Bauer. Go pay a motherfucker.
3: Well, see, that that that's the issue you run into, though, with – baseball is there's so many levels of the minor leagues some years the only chance you got to compete and yeah you have to go sign guys
0: like yeah you just go spend like and the thing that i always get is like okay yeah you're not going to spend any money guess what no one's going to show up so you're not going to make any money
3: that's the that's what i agree to, tim especially in cleveland's uh thing. because what was that in the in the 90s i believe correct me if i'm wrong 90s or 80s didn't we sell out, like, 10 seasons every home game in a row or something like that?
1: The, year, the years that the Browns were gone, they sold out every game. Yeah. That's, that's the catch. <laughs> the Browns were gone. Well, yeah.
3: But, I mean, even then, I feel like Cleveland's one of those cities, like, if, if you put a good team out there, they're going to come.
0: I agree. <sighs> uh, even Cincinnati's the same way. Like, look at the Bengals. The Bengals like were an above average team. Guess what? They the people are there. And what are they doing season ticket wise this year? So sell out every game, I guarantee it.
3: Yeah? No, like I, the, I don't They love the city. I don't disagree with you. I think that's one of the main things is you got to if if you keep people there, if you keep interesting people there, fans are going to come.
0: It's like but, the uh what they say? If you build it, they'll show they'll up come. or whatever the hell if You it build is, it, they'll somebody. come. Oh. Yeah, If you spend money, people will show the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to go watch a dog shit baseball team. They, no. no offense. Baseball is already boring enough. No. Let alone when your team sucks. Anyway. No,
3: I 100% agree. I mean, it's, and, and I would understand if you were in a spot like Tampa where you can have a damn World Series there and nobody's coming anyways. That's
0: yeah, but like, but, some of these places you have, like, you have people that will show up. You just got to go to them.
1: My bat my last baseball highlight of the week was getting to sit next to Freddie while he was on the field at opening day. That was pretty cool. Except huh. had the goddamn fucking net down the baseline in between us. But besides that, <laughs> to sit with Freddie at opening day was a vibe having him on the field. No balls came his way during that. They I guess they rotate every inning. So I don't I don't know if that's an everyday thing. Like Freddie was there for like the sixth inning, then he'd leave and then he'd come back for the eighth inning, then he had to leave again. But got a little bit of time with Freddie, and then I watched in horror the playing game on my phone,
0: which is horrible. But <laughs> how about Cleveland oh. being such a shitty? How about the Guardians being such a, sh- a shitty run organization to where you want to move the game when the team that's literally right next to your fucking arena is playing in the playoffs? Well,
3: what's crazy about that is that happened with the uh, NBA Finals in the World Series
1: when yeah. game I, I,
3: of the world series no game 1 of the world series was the first night of the Cavs' new season
1: banner raising
3: yeah and it was a madhouse i remember i was in i had i was in cleveland i went to that world series game and you couldn't move i mean it was it took us i think an hour and a half to get out of Cle- get out of cleveland after the game and probably damn near two hours to get into the into Cleveland for the game. I mean, Cleveland needs to figure out their
0: scheduling a little bit better. <laughs> but I get the World Series though, because like you can't move shit around. But like the Cavs should have definitely done like, hey, yeah, let's have a little feel here. All right, it's opening night. All right, can, what's what can we do? Yeah, to get around this, like what, like we we gotta have a little feel for the goddamn city. Like That's Cleveland funny. ain't that big. Like Cleveland ain't LA. That's you played like the guardians. Fill up two arenas like. at one PM.
3: No, yeah, I mean, well, what was crazy? What was pretty cool too about that was, after the Cavs game ended, uh, they all came over, and that was pretty dope.
0: Uh, all I know is uh, Cleveland, is, uh, Cleveland is dead.
2: Tim, killed dead killed in
0: every sport. Dead, Stop. and I am. I'm gonna be dancing on the goddamn burial. Brew. You gotta yeah. wait for football season because they're dead until then.
2: Thoughts on Denzel Ward contract extension?
3: Um I don't think he's the best cornerback in the league. He's damn good, but I think it's one of those things where when you have an elite cornerback you have to pay him. or any position player that's elite, they're all gonna want a record breaking contract at this point. Yep. Because of inflation and all of that.
2: Especially SolidCraft's going up
1: every year.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, I I pay him. I mean, he's one of those guys, when you face a guy like Tyreek Hill, he's one of the only guys on the field that can keep up with his speed. You know? Yeah. So, I, I think he deserves it. It's And I will say it's pretty cool, too, the whole idea that, you know, he's a Cleveland kid. Went to Nordonia. Yeah. Went then went to Ohio State. Just seeing how you know he went through. He's been Ohio through and through. is pretty. Stayed
2: here the whole life.
3: Yeah. Which fun fact? We faced him in high school, and uh, shit on. No first, (laughs) first offensive. So a little backstory of this game. Green obviously notoriously bad at football. Horrible year in year out, except for this year. Um. We walk out of the tunnel, we're, we're, or we're walking out of the locker room to the field, and look to my right, and Nordonia is locked in arms, swaying, singing, we ready for war. And I, and I remember just looking at my buddy saying, this is going to be a long game.
2: <laughs> they said, and do swag surf. Sure,
3: sure, enough, <laughs> sure enough, first play of the game, we ran a bubble screen towards Denzel's side. And this man was shot out of a cannon, picked it off mid-stride to the house.
2: <laughs> First play of the game, you're going at Denzel.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, maybe not the best play call, but it, it was a bubble screen. So a yeah, you would think that you're going to be all right. Nope. He, he read it like a book. And, I mean, at that moment, I, I remember sitting there thinking, I was like, that is why he is going to OSU. I mean, it was a play that you're just like, "Holy shit!" He just made that, and
2: it was <laughs> at the sideline.
3: You know, the elite corner he is is pretty cool. Knowing that one time I was on the same field as him, you
2: watched. You, you got got to Denzel watch it on Ward field. Were
0: on the same field, yeah. Oh my, Brew got to watch him. Pick no six wonder six that man made it to Ohio
1: State, right? What, Brew that's, gave him a free scholarship. That's what Denzel Ward's gonna say when Brew's <laughs> pitching the World Series. He took the field with with Brew. <laughs> no, that would be dope a as shit.
3: A couple of years, we'll we'll turn everything around.
1: Well, fellas, battery's starting to run low. Freddie and I have a long day tomorrow. We got a double header.
3: Oh God, what time's that start?
1: Doesn't start till two ten, but Freddie, oh, yeah. yeah, I we mean, that's like
0: eleven or nine. Oh, yeah. yeah, I tell you what, though, Freddie Brown, you know where he is right now. Dominic, so that man's grinding. That man said, "I'm showing up. I'm I'm putting my work in tonight. Ready to go. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Hey, one of a kind talent right there, man. One of a time. One truly of a
3: kind is. Truly is not. Don't do that everywhere. You know, I'm sure the Indians are going to be a little pissed. You know when when Bieber's cleats aren't fully cleaned, but it's all right.
0: Hey, who gives a shit, man? Uh, you guys, what though? He's the morale. He's going to players are going to be hungover. The bullpen guys when they're Coming in, not even basically. Why am I here pulling the Jacob Brutality half the goddamn days of the week? Because they know they aren't going to pitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like, hey, guess what? I relate to this motherfucker. At least he had a good time last night. Yeah, he knew sure. he had to show up, didn't have to do anything. I mean, I, don't blame him.
3: No, I mean, you can't. You got to respect it.
0: You, hey, you got to respect be. the hustle. You know, enjoy yourself.
2: Are doubleheaders nine innings now again? Yep.
3: No, they're not.
2: That's what I thought. I was I'm pretty sure pretty- nine innings. They are.
3: All right. Oh, that's,
0: that's a long day. Yeah, that's, what I was like. that's horse shit. That's all I got to say. Also, I
3: don't know how they're going to get fans there.
0: Cody, before you end this, I have a way to fix baseball. You ready Go. to hear this? Let's hear it. I'm ready. I I, I was thinking about this. I, I was at Dom's last night. The vibes were hot. Somehow I was talking about baseball. thinking about Reds. I, I wasn't thinking about the Reds. I try not to think about them. It just brings me sadness. Where the Browns of the MLB. But, um, Imagine this, baseball, three-inning game, okay? Oh, it's like Diamond Dynasty. No, 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 just wait, just wait, <laughs> just wait, bro. Just wait. You're going to get involved here in a minute, all right? Your huh? job is going to be big time. Just wait. After the third inning, you do a regular extra inning. nobody on base.
3: Mm-hmm. So you're
0: in the fourth inning now, fourth inning. Fifth inning, so it would be the second extra inning. You have a runner on first. Sixth inning, you have a runner on second. And first, seventh inning, bases loaded. I'll imagine turning on the TV in a seventh inning of a baseball game, and it is a tied game. Bases are loaded. Both teams get a chance to win. It would be electric. It would be. How good is your stuff? How good is my bat? How big of a stick I, do I have? No how big outs, of an arm do you
3: have? No outs. Outs to start that seventh no inning?
0: outs.
2: ERAs are going through the roof.
3: Now, now here's the thing. Here's what you'd add. Eighth inning. Faces loaded. Three, two count. Two outs.
0: Oh, I agree. Oh, book it right there. There's the last bit. It's Like a sun death. bro. We just fixed baseball.
2: We just fixed baseball. We just create our own baseball league and adapt those rules. You know, oh, bro, you're our race. Right like a USFL baseball. How
3: well, uh, you know the owners would like this new method, considering you know beaver so in three innings
0: and then gets yanked. But- and also it would make the starters more important. Brian Sauce coming out bases juiced. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, it'd be awesome. Like imagine <laughs> yeah. that though. Like it'd be so much more mano mono like here's an elite guy, here's an elite guy. Let's see what the hell is going to happen. It'd be something, that's for sure.
2: Can we just create a league and adapt that and have like old players kind of like Shit, of I'm about to play. make a
0: softball team and adapt it. Like, I mean, <laughs> catch me at the Kent State Rec Center next week doing that. Tim, what number Jamison and Ginger Hill was it that told you that,
1: that gave you that idea? Was it like the sixth,
0: seventh? Was it uh, the third
1: pitcher? You just saw bases were loaded on It
0: was. was, it like, was uh, for some reason, Freddie Brown was in a good mood. He uh, hooked me up with extra some extra pitchers that I definitely did not need at the time. But uh, he hooked me up with some extra ones. I didn't complain. And then next thing you know, uh, D-Man was there. Started talking about baseball. Freddie started talking about baseball. And in my head, I go, this sport fucking sucks. <laughs> Nobody's at the game. Nobody's watching the game. And I go, you know what? I, got, I don't know the way to fix it. I know how to fix baseball. And next thing you know, boom, I fixed baseball. Well, let me ask you this. Did Derek like your idea? He looked at me with disgust because you know how he is, and he is a baseball If it doesn't, Im-
2: if it doesn't involve trash cans. And yeah, if it
0: doesn't it. involve cheating to win games. If it doesn't involve somehow hacking into something if you so like you have can win a baseball game. Yeah, like when Jose Altuve doesn't have a goddamn microphone and telling him or a buzzer saying, hey. Basketball. It's fastball, Or, hey, it's breaking ball. Oh, uh, I can't hit it a mile now. Oh, I can only hit it a foot. Oh, I'm that Tim Wise with a baseball bat without cheating. Well, now, now the mentality changes.
1: Well, if Derek didn't like it, then there's a chance it could succeed. If he loved it, then we would know we'd have to tear it down. He's quite telling Astros around hell.
0: Make me the president of the uh, of the Players Union, bro. Put
1: you me ever, in there. Do you ever just fight the urge every time Derek speaks to just say <laughs> Lair's home run hasn't landed yet from game six? <laughs> Nothing was more
2: electric than loft, yelling asshole. Dude, <laughs> that, was that was one of the most fun nights ever.
3: That might be. That one of the best nights of the Kent boys right there.
0: <laughs> I, I, why did we even – it was like, I don't even know why I decided that we were going to get the whole bar involved in that. So. Shit, I didn't think they would doing <laughs> that. Like, it was just like randomly <laughs> me and Bruce starts walking around. We were at loft going, yeah. hey, everybody start chanting asshole at our friend. <laughs> it's like, wow, we're great people. For an <laughs> and then you got
1: Tommy in the background timing it up perfectly, like in the pause in the chant, fuck you, Derek.
0: Yeah. Oh, Oh, it was electric. I don't know. I'm trying to remember all of that. Was that my birthday? Or no? It was October. It had to be close. Like, that was an electric kind of a night, though.
3: Yeah, that was incredible. No, that was your... I think that might have been your birthday, because Nick didn't come
0: out. That is right. Nick Red was not in attendance. Mm. I got in a lot of trouble that night for no reason. He was here for, like, five minutes. Hey, he was here for a minute and then left. Uh... I mean, unbelievable. Hey, guess what, though? We'll, we at least got him back a little bit. I, he'll go play golf with me. That's all I can. It's, as long as I got somebody go get drunk on a golf course at this point, that's my life goals. Drew?
1: Well, fellas, I appreciate it. We'll do it again. Now that the home stand's over, should be able to do it a couple more times instead of once a week. Because <laughs> we had it last time, then – the Indians are at home, and then I'm never
0: home till like, 12. <laughs>
2: well, hopefully a couple NBA series we over.
0: I say, you know what we need to do? We need to do one live. Let's, let's pick an NBA game when the homestead's over, and then we all are just like, hey, let's play. Like, hey, we're going to sit here watch the game together. Live from Dom's. Chat it up like from we Doms. normally would and then see what happens. Uh, I don't think we could do it at Dom's because I get it, we'd get interrupted too much. Brew from webcam.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Do a little live show, a little live show going on. And we all, we all,
1: well, Freddie and I can't say it. So neither can Brew publicly, but we have all, all have one bet and we all take the same bet. So we're...
0: <laughs> it could be a guessing game. Who can heat, pick what we're betting on?
1: Heat money line, heat to cover game four, something like that. <laughs> well, fellas, thank you. Brew, good luck this week. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I appreciate everybody listening to another episode. We will be back. It just keeps getting better and better. Fellas, thank you. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Jimmy Buckets.